because I believe a man is supposed to take care of his woman. I don't care how much money your woman make. A man is supposed to have his mindset on taking care of his woman. Talk. I mean, this you know this this may be a bit crude, but I mean I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Hope everybody's doing great. <sighs> Hope somebody's up to listen to me talk tonight, rant at least. I uh, hope that you're, you've had a great day, and I uh, hope that all is well with you. And I hope my signal's good. hope my signal's good. We'll see in a second. I don't see any comments. Let me see. All right, there's one. Hi, hi. Hello, hello, hello. Let me just make sure I'm good before I start talking, because I'm tired. Glad you're on. I was tro. <laughs> Trolling, good evening, everyone. Hello, hello. Thank you all for coming in. Greetings from Jamaica. Good evening. Hi, Bishop. Hello, Pastor Blakes. Hello, hello. Thank you all for coming in. I know it's been a minute since I've been here, but I have really been working extremely hard. And uh, I apologize for missing in action. But I have something that I want to talk about tonight, uh, and it's really based on, it's based on um, really a few emails that I've gotten in request for me to deal with this subject. A lot of, a lot of my audience is, well, 94%, I think, of my audience is female, and probably 75 of 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 that group is upwards of 40. And so uh, I I was asked a question if I would deal with just my thoughts on women dating after after 40, you know, in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s. I mean, even in the 70s, um, you know, it's it's uh, is it viable? Absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. I think as long as as long as a woman has uh, the desire, um, I think it means that she's viable. But there's some things that I just want to kind of um, look at that I just jotted down. Uh, just just some things that I jotted down. I, I don't even have a number. It's just kind of like um, random thoughts that I had. I make think of some other things while I'm talking to you. But the first thing I would say is uh, to a woman dating after 40 um, is this, never allow yourself to date out of need. Don't allow yourself to date out of need. And I pause right there because I want you to think about what I'm saying. Don't find yourself on a dating scene 63 is viable. Absolutely. Don't find, don't find yourself on a dating scene because you feel like you need a man. You're at an age now where you should have processed all of this, uh, 
female slave conditioning, all of the um, the impact that a misogynistic culture has ingrained in in the young woman's mind. You're at an age now where you're young enough and old enough to know better than um, I, I need a relationship to be valuable. If you've not processed that kind of stuff, you know, at 40, 50, 60 years old, uh, you're not ready to date because you're just kind of you're setting yourself up for um, massive abuse. You know, now, if you're if you're coming to me and you're saying, well, uh, Pastor, I, I, I think I'm ready to date um, because I'm, you know, um, I'm just at that place where I want I would like companionship. I would like, you know, the company of a, of a man um, and I feel good about my life and I think I could add something to somebody else's life. Uh, I, I say go for it. But if you come in there and, you know, you're, you're, you're 40 years old, you're 50 years old, 60, 70 years old, and you're still struggling with your identity and you feel like you need a man. Um, see, and Vanessa, that's really where we should be. Vanessa said I could go either way. See, when you get to that point where I can be happy by myself, I can be cool if I have the right person. Now you know that you're, you're mature enough and you're healthy enough uh, to actually consider dating. But never approach, never allow yourself to date out of need. It's a setup for abuse. The moment you allow yourself as a woman to be in a position that you are depending on a man to be in place and to be faithful and consistent you're depending on a man to do that and your well-being is attached to that. You don't really need a therapist to figure out that that's not a good route to go. And if you have that mindset before you push yourself out there or allow yourself to go out there and set yourself up because you, you, you're really reacting to low self-esteem you should really get a counselor or a therapist that you can work through those issues because this is not the day, nor is it the time for a woman to depend on a man for her lifeline. This is not the day. And I know you have people that get on here telling you about, you know, you just supposed to accept anything and just to have a man. That's that that's foolery. Foolery. If, if you can't have uh, the right kind of man that's going to treat you right, and if you can't be well-adjusted and balanced and healthy in the process, you don't need a man. So never allow yourself to date out of need. Listen to what Proverbs 25 and 19 says. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. If you are dating, if you are 40 years old, 50, 60, 70 years old, and you're dating out of need, it, the chances are slim to none that that dude is really going to hold you down. And in a lot of cases, um, you're going to be taken financially because here's the, here's the truth. Here's the truth. We have more women now, especially in the black community. I'm not certain about 
the other communities, but especially in the black community, we have more women now who are succeeding in their careers, more educated, higher earners than we have men who are of the same caliber. And so if you're a woman 40, 50, 60 years old, chances are that you're doing better financially than a lot of the guys that you might meet. And if you're dating out of need, it may be a bank robbery. You should never date out of need. You should date, you should consider dating. And now let me clarify this. Let me clarify this. It's unfortunate that I have to take my time and explain this, but this is the culture and the times that we live in. Dating is not equivalent to a sexual relationship. I know a lot of you, you know, the culture has conditioned you to believe that dating is always equivalent to a sexual relationship. That's not the kind of dating I'm talking about. That's not the that that's that's called uh, adultery or fornication. That's not called dating. That's adultery or fornication. The dating I'm talking about is where two people come together to explore the souls of each other, to see if they are compatible and if they can, you know, find a future together. If they can't. Maybe the relationship is just meant for um, companionship. Dating is not a sexual relationship. You have to lose that in your thinking as a woman. And I have to say this even to 40, 50, and 60-year-old women. Women today feel obligated to give a man sex because he brought you out two or three times, and y'all say y'all exclusive now. Well, you ha- I think you have to revisit your, your personal standard. Now, I'm a Christian. I don't, I don't force my, um, you know, my beliefs and all of that down the world's throat. I don't because I have all kinds of people that come on here. But I would suggest, as a woman especially, that you not lie your body down in a bed for every man that you call yourself dating. Because that is, you know, you may not believe it, but it is, it is going to be emotionally traumatizing when you finally wake up. When you finally wake up and you realize who you are and you know your worth and you realize how little you gave all of your value away for that's going to be something to process and deal with for you as a woman. It's just not the same as a, as a man. I know y'all say, well, well, the men do it, but you're not a man. And it's just society is not going to treat you the same. Your psyche is not built the same. And you, you cannot equate dating with sex. I just had to say that. But number one, never allow yourself to date out of need. If you need a man, you don't need a man. If you need a man, you don't need a man. If you need a man, you don't need a man. And more than likely, if you're in a position where you feel like you need a man, you you are not pursuing your life's purpose because purpose can consume you. When you really locate your purpose, your purpose consumes your life. 
you have to intentionally stop and make room for somebody else in your life when you are living on purpose. There's nobody that's living on purpose that ever says, oh, I I need a man. If I don't have a man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to lose my mind. No, no. Purpose consumes 24 hours a day. You find a man that's worthy of you. You then pause it and you stop and you make room for this man to fit into your life. If you're a person, if you're a woman that needs a man, more than likely you're not, you have not located, or if you have located, you're not in pursuit of your purpose because your purpose is all fulfilling. I promise you it is. Your purpose is all fulfilling. And any woman that is really working in her purpose knows why the creator made you, why you exist. She's a woman that can be like, I think it was Vanessa, that can take it or leave it. Either way it goes. If, if, if a good situation comes along, great. If not, I'm still cool. Because what? I'm married to my purpose. Because dating and desperation are a combustible combination. If you're desperate, you don't need to be, you don't need to be out there, man. I promise you. If you're desperate for a man, if you sit in there right now and you're listening to me and you really having, you know, uh, a real transparent and take an objective look at yourself, step outside of yourself and look back at yourself and you, you conclude that I am desperate for a man. Dating and desperation are a bad combination. It always ends bad. You need to just pause it and you need to say to yourself, you're not ready. You're not ready. Okay, number two, dating after 40. Now, these things go for, I mean, these these same principles go for younger women, but younger women don't really hear this. You know, younger women don't really hear this, hear this because they got it popping. They just don't realize that that little season they're in is just that. It's just a season. And then they're going to have to grow up and they're going to have to think and function like a real grown woman in this real dangerous world. And then it's time it's then that they're going to come around and want to hear conversations like this. But right now they don't want to hear it. They just think they, they cute enough. They can, you know, use their cute cuteness and use their little shape and their little figure and all that kind of thing. That, that stuff doesn't. Okay. Number two, number two, never hide yourself to make a man comfortable because society says to you, this is the this is the language that society uses. Oh, you didn't hit the wall. Um, you over the hill. I think they say you over the hill now at 28. You 28 years old. You over the hill. You hit the wall. You in the uh, <laughs> somebody was uh, somebody was emailing me asking me about the dangers, <laughs> the danger zone and all of this kind of thing. I don't know about no danger zone, but I do know that's a lot of B.S. And if, and if I wasn't, you know, I'd tell you exactly how I feel about it if, if I wasn't on a public platform. That's a lot of BS, man. Let me tell you something. You are, there is somebody in the world that's going to love you for you. You never have to, because when you listen to all of these lies that society gives you, you feel like, you got to hide your age. I got to lie about my age as a woman, which I, I never really get that. I don't I don't get it. I mean, I'm not a woman. So, you know, my wife's never had a problem with telling her age. 
I, I don't get why y'all scared to tell your age, you know. Um, you hide your age. Then if you've accomplished some things, you, you probably, you know, hiding your accomplishments. Uh, if you're, you know, well-educated, you dumb yourself down because society says these are the things you need to do uh, to make a man comfortable. Let me tell you something. Let me pause you right there. You don't have to make a man comfortable. You, a woman does not have to make a man comfortable. It's not your job to make a man comfortable. It's his job to make you comfortable. And you starting out with the wrong mindset, hiding yourself, you know, because you're dealing with somebody. You feel like a piece of man is better than none at all. So, you know, you, 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 you're dealing with a man that's beneath you in, in a whole lot of ways. And so now you have to diminish yourself, dumb yourself down, hide your true uh, value so that this dude can feel comfortable. You know what that's like? And this is probably an illustration that all of you women are going to get. That's like being so desperate for a shoe that you bring your happy self up in those people's shoe store, knowing you wear eight. And then people tell you all they got is a seven and you spend all that money on that shoe and smash all your toes up in that shoe. <laughs> trying to wear that shoe and can't even get from the house to the garage in that shoe for you got to take it off. What am I saying? You will never be comfortable in something that is too small for you. So you need you should not at your at, at 40 years old and up. You should not be out here hiding yourself. From a dude that is not enough man to accommodate you. If he ain't enough man to deal with all that you are, your age, your accomplishments, your mistakes, your children. Some of y'all out here hiding the fact that you got children. Why would you do something like that? Never hide yourself to make a man comfortable. You don't cover yourself up, hide you, showing just pieces of yourself to make a make a dude comfortable. Uh-uh. Amos 3 and 3 says, can two walk together except they be agreed? How, how are we going to go in the same direction if we're not on the same page? If I got to lie to you, if I have to misrepresent myself to you, y'all give me some thumbs. I ain't got but 276. Give me some likes on this. I'll, I need to get to at least, well, wow, give me the 800 at least. If you have to misrepresent yourself to make a man comfortable, he ain't the man for you. You ain't got to make no man. He's not a child. That's not a child. You got to tuck in. This is a grown, supposedly grown man. You, you, you do not have time to be around here uh, perpetrating and trying to make a grown man comfortable. It's his job, again, to make you comfortable. If he can't deal with all that you are, let bygones be bygones. It is what it is. Keep it moving. But pastor, you don't understand. I need a man. Babe, if you need a man, you don't need a man. Go sit yourself down somewhere. If you need a man, you do not need a man. 
Praise the Lord. Okay, number three. Now, here's a, here's a big one here. Here's a big one. Dating after 40. Number three. Be aware of masculine, feminine energy. Be aware of masculine, feminine energy. Now, let me just take a moment to explain, unpack that. Um, we live in a society, we live in a culture, we live in a world where the masculine energy of a man and the feminine energy of a woman has been so confused that we have feminine men and we have masculine women. And when I say a masculine woman, I'm not, I'm not suggesting her sexual preference. Because you have heterosexual women who are very feminine in terms of their, um, you know, their dress code, their mannerisms and what have you. Um, you can have all of that and still have masculine energy. And if you're 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, and you're still dating, more than likely society or life, should I say, has put you in a position where you've had to shoulder the load more than you should have. You, you either, you've either not had a man in your life to ever shoulder the load, a man that you could actually rely on and depend on, uh, or you had a man and maybe he, you know, I don't know, for whatever reason, y'all didn't didn't make it or whatever. And you were left to figure it out for yourself. And so now for a period of time, you have been sh shouldering the load. You've been making the decisions. You've been making the calls. Uh, if you're bumping the night, you the one getting the gun. You the one going <laughs> to the backyard. You the one got to protect yourself. And you the one got to earn, you know what I mean? You the one got to change the all. You the one got to open the door for yourself. And so now you've been masculinized so long and you didn't ask for this. It's just what life threw at you. That now when you get a, a okay, let me add another one to that. You deal with feminine men who refused to do these things. You kept them around because, you know, whatever they was good for. I don't know. You know, y'all probably pretty much know what they was good for. And that's all they was good for. You dealt with masculine or feminine men so long that you think this is just the way it is. And so now you, you, you're wearing and you're owning this masculine energy. And then you get a, you know, you meet a dude that is masculine you know, he, everything about him is masculine, which means what? He's the kind of cat, he, you know, he, he gets offended if you if you try to pay the bill. He gets offended if you come here talking about half. And he gets offended. Uh, he gets he gets he gets offended if you reach him for a door. He wants to open a door. He's a masculine man and in, in the mind, in the psyche of a masculine man. He takes care of his woman. He shoulders the load for his woman. He gets offended if you have a need and you go somewhere else, you know, for somebody else to help you and you don't talk to him about it. He's a masculine man. He has a desire 
to provide. He has a desire to hold you down. He has a desire to cover you. But when you have carried this this masculine energy so long that you do all of these things for yourself, watch this. You have to step back from the process and process because you could very well be carrying masculine energy, attracting feminine men who are never really good candidates for mates if, if you desire a real marriage. You keep, you keep attracting these feminine men that have no desire to hold anything down, no desire to work, no desire to, to be the man, and at the same time, simultaneously, you're turning off masculine men. So you have to, you have to be aware of masculine, feminine energy. When you, when you leave corporate America or you leave your business, and you, you get through giving out orders and all of that. Now you're, you're, you're dating. You have to intentionally shift your mindset. You have to intentionally shift your. Let the man be the man. Let the man be the man. Let, let him open the door. You know. Sit in that seat. Let him, wait for him to come around and open the door for you. You know, let, let the man be the man. Don't walk out in front of the dude. Y'all walking, you don't walk. You so used to running the show, you running off in front of man and all this kind of stuff. That's masculine energy. Masculine energy. And it, it, there are a lot of things that where this um, presents itself or manifests itself and you don't even realize it. Thank you for listening today. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.